Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, so this is weird because I usually interview someone on my show. Um, and it's really weird because I've done radio for more than 10 years. And you'd think that I'd be confident talking on my own. But I don't know. There's this weird thing. Anyway, I've got comfortable. I've got in a little lounge chair where I'm feeding Charlie at the moment in my office. The sun is streaming through. It's a, actually quite a nor'westery day out here. But I thought that I would follow up on some questions after the birth story this week because afterwards I was like, oh my God, there's so much I didn't touch on. And yeah, there's just so much to talk about in this time of your life. First of all, I did get a question about asking if I pooed during (laughs) the birth. I'll get to that later. I'm going to hook you through. Um, But the first question comes from uh, Lucy G. Were your mum and BJ in the birth suite hospital with you? Uh, and how did you find the first weeks postpartum? Okay, so my mum, no, she stayed at home during the whole ordeal. Um, she was here at about 1am when we left. She was like, go. BJ and I packed up and then she sort of stayed here for a couple of days. And BJ kept her in the loop. But when I had to go into theatre, he didn't really have time to sort of tell her everything that was going on because it was so hectic. And he was like, oh, my God. This is just going to stress her out if I can't sort of talk, you know, it all through with her. So we went into theatre, not really notifying any family. Um, and then obviously once we were out and Charlie was born, then we sort of started calling family members um, and telling them the good news. And I can't remember if mum, I think mum came in that day. There was a strict visitor rule. And then BJ's mum came in the following day. And then, yeah, it was sort of like you could have one visitor a day or something. So that was cool. Um, I would love to have had mum there. But then, as I'd said previously, because she had such a medical background and her and I are so similar and connected, I knew she'd probably get quite stressed along the way. So it was probably a good thing she stayed at home. And she was sending me good energy anyway. So (laughs) it was so nice to see her. Um, Okay, how did I find the first week's postpartum? Well... Intense. 
uh, I just look back on that time as one big blur. I never realised the capacity you can love something. Like, I think that was what really blindsided me. Um, Because I'd never really been a baby person. And I was always like, I don't understand what people mean when they say that, you know, you can't explain the love you feel for your child. Oh, my God. It, like, hit me like a ton of bricks. And I think it was just that overwhelming sense of love and equal amounts of fear that came with it. Um, That really hit me hard. And I just remember those baby blows in the sort of first week particularly I was just a sobbing mess but also my body was so tender and fragile post everything like not only going through a c-section which is mammoth also all that pushing and my lower back like I was just so weak so um luckily I did have mum here and BJ and they kind of did like a little roster for the first few nights just helping actually pick Charlie up for feeding and stuff and changing because I was I literally like my body was so weak and I was like how do people do this on their own I literally don't know so that was yeah that was so key for me in the first couple of weeks just having help and I think I'd known like I'd read quite a lot about the importance of support in that postpartum period and I know that it's not um, realistic for a lot of people. A lot of people just can't get that help. A lot of people, you know, have to look after kids during that time. But uh, it was something that I really wanted to set up to try and make that recovery period really beautiful and nourishing. So, yeah, I, th- I think I'm definitely feeling way more me now. Like, the body goes through some weird things in that postpartum period. The sweating, like night sweats, I've been told by someone that she got it. And I was like, nah, I don't know if I'll get it because everyone's so different. You hear about the hair loss, you hear about... All these things, <laughs> these beautiful things that happen in this time. But I definitely got hit with the night sweats. And I reckon that maybe only stopped a week or two ago, where I'd literally every night, um, middle of the night, I'd just wake up in a puddle. It was disgusting. What else have I found during my postpartum? I probably didn't go for a good walk for a few weeks. I mean, I would have done a little bit outside um, just to get some fresh air, but once I started getting into those walks that was just paramount for my mental health and we're lucky enough to live in a beautiful sort of area where there is a lot of nature so that really kept my sanity going in those days where you can't tell the difference between night and day um so that was really um really really cool and just you know building up like I definitely didn't go straight out to do a big walk it was small steps um but now I'd be walking an hour daily, easily. Um, but it was crazy how, like, you think that you'd be able to just go for a walk, but it's so much harder than you think. So, no, I've definitely taken the exercise side of things slowly. Um, and what else about postpartum has been really interesting for me? Um, yeah, I've, I've been really interested in this book, The First 40 Days, which is kind of like a Chinese um, perspective on just the importance of that that fourth trimester and how you set yourself up for, I guess, the long term when you look after yourself the most and you, and you don't shy away from asking for support and you put boundaries up <laughs> around visitors, which is certainly challenging. You know, you want to see the ones you love, but you also need to preserve your energy in that time. And I found that really hard to balance. Um, 
And I don't know if anyone ever perfectly nails it because sometimes you just feel guilty if you push off. But you don't. You shouldn't feel guilty because it's such a sacred time. So that was definitely something to um, to observe during this time and like moving forward. Maybe I'd do things a little bit differently. Um, okay, how did you find breastfeeding after a C-section? Oh, look, this is something I feel really fortunate about. I have loved breastfeeding. Um, there was... A bit of a stalling period in the sort of first few days when I got home, um, you know, colostrum was coming coming through, but I wasn't getting that really good milk. And you could tell with Charlie's um, poo and weight that that sort of did affect him for a little bit. But then after a few days, it came through and my God, the emotions flowed. But um, I did use quite a little bit of lanolin stuff, which you put on your nipples, which they can still feed, so you don't have to take it off every time. I did that, and I remember using a hot flannel and just going over my nips because um, I'd heard that that can help prevent mastitis, so I just did a bit of boob soaking. But, yeah, I feel really privileged. I Obviously, apart from, like, the occasional <laughs> sore nip and dry nip and just sometimes it just hurting, on the whole, it's been really, really good. Um, I love it. I never thought I'd love feeding so much. It's... Such a beautiful time with your little bub. It's amazing. Um, okay, what else? Uh, no question. This is from Claire, but your birth story was so similar to mine. I was tearing the whole listen. I honestly had so many people um, reaching out saying that they had such a similar situation. So I hope that this kind of, not normalised it, well, maybe normalised it, but just made you feel seen because I think some people so funny with their birth stories feel like they have to shy away or they feel like they're not good enough or you know I don't know I hope that maybe that validated your your experience um (laughs) do you get why Jace would always say you wouldn't understand you don't have kids now yes I do (laughs) um did BJ do anything that really annoyed you during the labor but you couldn't verbalize it I remember I, because I'd done hypnobirthing and I was trying to do the hypnobirthing breathing. But to be honest, after a while, I think it just went out the window. <laughs> I was just doing whatever felt right. But I think he was trying to tell me how to breathe. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm doing this exactly how I'm supposed to do it. I can't remember. I do remember snapping at one point And it was because of him trying to direct that. And then also once we got to surgery, I remember oh, the cheek of him. He was like, maybe... We wouldn't have had to have done this if you'd done spinning babies like a bit more. Because I had done the spinning babies course. My God, my midwife just gave him the ultimate death stare when he said that. But I, I think he was coming from a good place. But he was like, maybe, you know, like, you know, the the position of Charlie wouldn't have been so challenging had you, you know, adhered to some of those spinning baby guidelines a bit more. Um, which is probably right. But that was just the last thing I wanted to hear at that moment when I'd gone through all that trauma, <laughs> I was lying in the um, the surgery room. It was, yeah. But he, look, he was coming from a good place. And I do mean it when I say, and a lot of people reached out saying how traumatic it really was for their partner during that whole birth thing. Because, <laughs> birth thing. Because we, as women, we, we just, we can somehow, we have this ability to scrap it from our mind. And we get taken over by the hormones and the oxytocin and then the guys. They don't get all that love drug stuff that we get. And I think it is a lot more sobering for them. So, yeah, I did take that into consideration after the birth. Because, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Like, you forget how hard it was. And you're like, I'd do it all again in a heartbeat. 
because you just remember the good stuff. What else? How was mum through all of it? Yeah, I think she was pretty stressed out at home, but at the end she was just so, so relieved and so happy. Hannah messaged me asking, was there a gender disappointment? Absolutely not. When the baby came out and he was safe and he was healthy and I heard that cry, I was just ecstatic and instantly uh, infatuated with him. And the gender was absolutely no concern. But I, I knew, I knew, and so did BJ and I, we knew deep in our bones that Charlie was going to be a boy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Um, how did you adjust Fig to Charlie coming home? It was pretty you know, I hadn't really factored it in as much as I probably should have because our animals prior to Charlie coming along were like our absolute babies. Jojo, she's a blue Burmese and Fig is a chocolate lab and and they had been like uh, spoiled little kids who would live in the house all the time. And once I got home, I felt really bad, particularly for Jojo the cat because I, as the tiredness kicked in, my paranoia kicked in and I just was so on edge of Jojo getting on top of Charlie and jumping into his little bassinet um, and smothering him because it's it's a very real possibility. And, like, obviously I was probably way too over the top and paranoid, but I just I would just have to get Jojo out of the room. And so for quite a while, yeah, our pets definitely did not get as much attention as they were used to, but things are starting to feel a lot more normal now and they're integrating, you know, a lot better. And, I mean, they just... Super keen and super loving. And I can tell that Fig just wants to be best friends with Charlie. So once Charlie grows up and can actually play with Fig, will be amazing. Um, what type of classes did you do before giving birth? That's from Kat. Uh, yeah, I did hypnobirthing. There was this amazing hypnobirthing course in Masterton. It was over like a month and you go once a week over four weeks. And we had this uh, woman called Carol Wheeler and she was awesome. Yeah, I really, really liked it. It's not for everyone, happen everything, but it does make you feel a lot more calm along the journey um, and surrendering and just believing in the body. And I would highly recommend it. I did do a spinning babies afternoon as well, um, which was which was really cool. And we got given a lot of homework and maybe I didn't do my homework as much as I should have. But, um, but there are a lot of merits to, you know, those positions and exercises that can help give the baby uh, the optimal position um not a question but Naze is amazing best midwife ever I had her too and would 100% use her again oh that's from Hannah very sweet oh Kiara said how many names did you have and what made you decide on Charlie 
we really liked Freddie for a boy. And I was convinced, well, I was pretty convinced that it would be Freddie if it was a boy. And it was so weird when he came out. Beach and I were just like, I just don't know if he's a Freddie. And we'd had a lot of um, girl names. Like I was way more probably confident on my girl names. And a lot of them were quite masculine, like Billy um, and uh, Frankie and Charlie was one of them. I really liked Charlie for a girl. But then when Charlie came out, I was like, mm, no. Nah. He's a boy and he's Charlie and it's going to stay. And then Leo, the middle name, obviously my dad's name, who passed away in 2019 and I was just so adamant to have him a part of that. Um, and I always was worried that Charlie Leo didn't sound as good as Freddie Leo, but now I just think it was perfect. I love it. I'm so happy. Um, what is was the most helpful thing visitors can do for you, i.e. dishes, talk, listen, cook? Yeah, I think a oh, really, really good thing. And I think, especially in the first couple of weeks, um, you want to be able to cry in front of these people <laughs> because you could literally have a meltdown at any time. You want to feel comfortable around them. I mean, obviously there are going to be some family members that will come over and, you know, I think you just try and make it so you've got an out. Like, and, and for them to be understanding and look, if it's an hour that you need to set a deadline or whatever, then be clear with it and don't feel like you're being rude because literally you're keeping a human alive. Food is amazing. When people do drop-offs at the door and they just say, hey, here's some food, and then literally that's it. Heaven. Um, but obviously, like, people coming for cups of tea and stuff is nice and I, you know, we really enjoyed it, but I was lucky that mum was here to be able to do that. Otherwise, that's often you. You know, you're the one who's literally this new mum, like, absolutely swimming in it and then you've got to put on food and drinks for other people and that, that's just when it's like come on man like this is where you could probably do it and it sounds really rude but it's not it's totally understandable um so yeah I'd say bringing food yep support a coffee treats anything like that and just understanding that time is very precious and to read cues <laughs> when it's time to go and I honestly don't mean that in a bad way but but yeah that time is precious um how was Beige? Beige was amazing he was so good and he stayed in the hospital with me for a couple of nights and yeah he was pretty sleep deprived he had to kind of do a lot of that stuff like changing and he he did a lot of the early things with Charlie um because physically I was just cooked so he was incredible and it was so funny with feeding like because he's done so much farming and lambing and, and all that kind of jazz. <laughs> he kind of taught me how to breastfeed which is really messed up. You wouldn't think that your partner would be the one giving you um, tips and like he'd do these suckling noises about <coughs> to encourage Charlie to suckle and it worked. Um, so he was honestly incredible and uh, he was, yeah, can't take my head off enough for him. Do you still have pain around your scar from Monique? Mine hurts still six months later. Yeah, it is still a bit tender. It's not too bad, but it's the numbness around the scar that's really weird. It's like all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, where's my tummy? But apparently that's quite normal. Um, my neighbour had a similar experience. I think she had a couple of C-sections. And she said, yeah, <laughs> the more you have, the more numb it gets. And it, and it doesn't go away, I don't think. However, I mean, please prove me wrong. If there's some way to get rid of that numbness, I would love to know. Um, what else? Do, 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 do. 
Okay, oh yeah, did I poo? Okay, we're going to finish on this because I've been rambling a long time. But I thought I would in the tub because like you're pushing in. Like when I was having those overwhelming contractions in the lower back, I just thought I'd shit myself all the time. But I hadn't. It was, I don't think, I don't think so. Um, But what was really classic, and of course this would happen, was when we were, I was back in the sort of, birthing suite because there's kind of two areas there's the the darker part where you're in the tub and then there's the part where you're out on the bed and I had to get on the bed to get some tests from the obstetrician they were checking um Charlie's sort of distress level and all of a sudden there was just like an abundance of nurses and staff around and I think this was oh no sorry this was after they'd done the tests on me and like everyone was around and they're like right we've got to get you to surgery and I had to get like wheeled down the corridor through Masterton Hospital going through the main part and it was literally at that part before I was about to get wheeled off that I had another contraction I was like yeah making this weird noise and a shit a shit came out like a little nugget I, I actually don't know how big it was but it it slipped out and I was on the operating bed and everyone saw and I remember just looking at one of the nurses I'm like I'm so sorry and she's like don't worry it's fine I was like, it's not fine, but honestly, that is the last of my worries right now. There's a shit on the bed. I'm getting wheeled through the main hospital, and I don't care because I just wanted the pain to go away, and I wanted Charlie to be fine. So <laughs> that's my post story. I hope you can relate. Love to know yours. Um, and thank you so much for sending in your questions. I've definitely rambled today in this little Q&A, but I hope you got something out of it, and I will be back with a brand new episode next week. Thanks. Thanks. I don't know why I said that. Have a good one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.